Good morning. It's February 13th, 2024. It's Tuesday. Uh, let's get going. Boom. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for Hey, good morning, guys. So we're going to do something we've never done before. So this will be a first time, but it'll be fun. It's brand new. And really old. And really old. <laughs> it's brand new and really old. Same, Same time. time. You'll get something it. Old, song love it peggy says it is a good old song isn't it we never sang it that way before it takes you back don't it peggy y'all don't you love it when your present favorite coffee cup is hanging on the hood all clean waiting for you <laughs> it's the little oh 
All right. Good morning. Well, thank you, Miss Diana. So, sometimes you want to do things just a little bit different. And so, praise the Lord for that. Well, thank you for being here, guys, this morning. It's Tuesday morning. We'll uh, get going here with our Bible study. We're in Proverbs chapter 31. And uh, so, we'll be walking ourselves right out to the end of Proverbs hopefully this week. We got to verse 10. We got to verse 10. Uh, and so that's where we'll take up today as you guys are getting ready to study the Word of God together. So remember, this is the words of King Lemuel, the utterance uh, which his mother taught him. So this is the words of a mother to a son. So we've gotten to the portion of Proverbs 31 that is pretty popular. It's, you may hear people say the Proverbs 31 woman. Here's the thing to remember as we get here and get ready to study this, that uh, sometimes we read this as written to a woman. <laughs> it's actually a mother talking to her son about the what kind of woman to look for and uh, to keep his eye out for what a good wife will look like. And as we read this, now this is a very popular uh, stretch of Scripture. Every Friday night when we have Shabbat and we light candles, uh, this is a portion of Scripture that I read over my wife, Lisa. And uh, she, there's a portion of Scripture she reads over me. And, and so as we go through this, it's not, this portion of Scripture is not... Uh, to bring any condemnation to anybody it doesn't measure up it's kind of like the goal it's like uh you know it's like scriptures give us just like in first timothy 3 it talks about what a what a good man should look like what a, a man is leading a church should what what a bishop should look like and what deacons should look like and there's this list of things uh that we want to measure up to uh, but we may not always measure up to them there's many of the scriptures we don't measure up to right uh, but that is the goal is to measure up to them and so this is the proverbs uh, 31 woman and so just remember this this is a woman speaking to a man a son about what kind of woman that he needs to look for as we start with verse 10 it says this who can find a virtuous wife, for her worth is far above rubies. You can also say, um, woman of valor. Who can find her? Who can find a woman of valor? Uh, a woman, a virtuous wife. And a woman of valor is uh, a fearless woman. A, a woman that's got great courage. Someone like Esther, right? Uh, someone that is... Uh, has high moral standards uh, like Esther, like Ruth, good women. Any of you women that have ever truly taken on a man <laughs> and tried to be a good helpmate is pretty courageous. Yeah, amen, amen. Who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies? Remember, now we have read this several times, but like in Proverbs 3.15, wisdom is said to be far uh, worth far above rubies. Wisdom, 
right? So this is kind of, this is like a woman who has wisdom. And can you find a woman? You know, the, the thing is, it says far above rubies. The thing about rubies in this text, rubies are valuable and they're rare. Not necessarily easy to find always. And what this portion is this mama is saying to her son, uh, there are there's a good woman out there and you need to find a virtuous wife. And here's another thing. We might say woman of valor, but the text is is actually talking about a wife more than just a woman. Now, there are certainly portions of this is for any woman to aspire to, uh, but other portions of this really has to do with a wife, one who's watching over a household, uh, being a, a good helpmate to uh, a husband. And before we get out of this, I don't know if we'll do it today, but we will we will turn over to like First Timothy three as well and and look at what a good man needs to look like too. So, because the scripture is the scripture sets a high bar for us men and women. Uh, which is is good. I, I think it's good for that to happen. Who can find a virtuous wife? Her worth is far above rubies. She is very, very valuable. Verse 11. The heart of her husband safely trust her. Safely trust her. Uh, so he will have no lack of gain. The thought is uh, that he can... He can trust her, but not, not just can he trust her, but he can safely trust her. He has comfort in completely just trusting her that she's going to do him good. She's not going to undermine him. She's not going to hurt him. She's, she is, she's with her husband, and, and her desire is to do good for him all the days of her life. And, and it, Go ahead, Mom. I was just saying, she ain't going to take his credit card and go put him thousands of dollars in debt and put big burdens on him. And I mean, there's lots of ways to apply that in modern times because it says there, you know, he will have a gain, right? Uh, so she, yeah. she's, she's being careful with the things that he gives her. Absolutely. Absolutely. He will have no lack of gain. And gain means there's a lot of different ways that you talk about gain, you know? Gain in in uh, taking care of the things, gain in not being frivolous. Gain in thirty seven years of good cooking. Yeah, amen. <laughs> this is this is right the opposite of you know Proverbs most often spoke of what the contentious woman, the contentious woman, right? That you know it's better to dwell on the corner of a rooftop, right, than with a contentious woman. Well, this is in complete contrast. This is like, this is the kind of wife uh, that is good for a man to have. And it says that he can safely trust her. And the thought here, you know, this, this is a little different time. I'd say, you know, men are, are, are off to war. This particular scripture is talking about a king, right? <laughs> He's a king. Uh, it's not for kings, so, King, you need to be very careful, O King, what kind of wife you have, because she's going to be given a lot of authority. And she definitely is going to have a lot to look over. And you need a woman that you can trust, okay? Uh, and that you can safely rest in her. And so that's good. A virtuous wife, a virtuous woman, a woman 
of valor. He will have no lack of gain. Verse 12. Verse 12. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. This is the same thing we've just been talking about. She does him good. She's always looking out for her man. She's she's uh, not trying to hurt him. She's trying to better him. She's looking out for him. She wants to help him in every way that she can. Verse 13. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. So... This is saying she's she's seeks wool and flax. She's looking for good deal. She's looking for what is needed in the household here. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. In other words, she's she's not lazy. She doesn't just sit around. She's she gets up and gets gets about it. She gets to doing things. She's looking uh, for good deals for her household for flax. And wool. Verse 14. She's like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She's going out. Merchant ships is a merchant ship is always bringing in new supplies, always going and getting new supplies and bringing it in. And this, this, this virtuous wife, this woman of valor that's watching over her household and doing good for her household and her husband, she's like the merchant ship. She's she's making sure that her house is full of food. Right. You know? She's headed to the grocery store at least once a month. You know, often, at least once a month, often here we say, hey, we don't have anything to eat. We say that, but that's not, that's not true, really. Our cupboards are full. Lisa makes sure that our pantries are full of food or i have a deep freezer that's packed i've got a refrigerator in the basement that's got food i've got a refrigerator that's that's just used as it's not even plugged in it's like a it's a i mean a deep freezer that's used as just a storage that's full of food as well so sometimes it's kind of funny we said we don't have anything to eat in the house but it doesn't really mean we don't have anything to eat means we don't have anything we want to eat. Uh, but Lisa keeps this house full of food. Our cupboards are full of food. And clothes. Wool. <laughs> and flax. Amen. I can clothe the whole neighborhood, baby. Amen. She can clothe the, our neighbors. Amen. Let's go to the next one. Verse 15. It says, She also rises while it is yet night. Provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. Again, uh, rises while it is yet night means before the sun is even up. She is up going. She is, uh, she has upon her heart and upon her mind and upon her spirit the care of her house, the care of her household. And again, she's not lazy. She's not, uh, She's working willingly. She wants to make sure that there's food for her household. But notice this, and a portion for her maidservants. So she's not just looking out for her family, but she's looking out for her maidservants as well. Now, we don't have maidservants now. But the thought would be... uh, You do if you raise them, right? (laughs) 
but the thought would be she's she's looking out for not just her immediate family she wants to be sure that she has plenty for anybody that's in need around her and we'll get to that as well here in a minute but this this virtuous wife this woman of valor she cares for more than herself her heart is always looking out for others and she cares for others and that means she she's about her business and she's looking for good deals and she's shopping and looking for deals because she wants to make sure she gets the best deal for her household right Verse 16, she considers a field and buys it. From her profit, she plants a vineyard. Now, a king's wife might could do this a lot better than we might could do it today, but we could translate it, this into today and say that, you know, she's not trying to waste money. She's trying to invest. She wants to be wise and make investments that will secure the future for her family, for her husband, for her children, for those around her. She's looking for those things. She wants to make good investments. She's always thinking about the future. A good, a good woman is always thinking about that. They're always, you know, thinking about how we'll have food in the house, how we'll uh, have clothes, you know, what we'll have. Verse 17. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. Uh, another way of saying uh, that she's useful. Strengthens her arms. She's, be, she's being useful. This virtuous wife, and remember, what uh, again, let's, let's say this again. This is a mama speaking to a king's son, Lemuel, about what kind of wife he wants to be sure to look for. So this was the, this is the goal. So this would be the goal of any woman, right? Uh, you could you could definitely apply this today to say a Christian man would want to look for these kind of virtues in the wife that he is looking for. Would that would that be an honest assessment? Okay, we're kings and priests. So if you're a man of God and and you love God and you want to serve God with your life. You want to serve God with your own. You need to be careful what kind of woman you marry. You do. You need to be looking for qualities, you know, in a wife that uh, that are good qualities. That I mean, that'll help you serve the Lord. Right. Uh, this this union between a man and woman can greatly help or greatly hinder serving in the kingdom. Would y'all agree with that? I mean, it it's it's hard for a man to serve the Lord if he doesn't have a wife he can trust. If he doesn't have a wife that does him good and not evil, then it's going to be very hard for him to be about the work of the Lord and vice versa. Same thing if... Uh, a woman wants to be serving the Lord and she wants to be a woman that's given to the cause of God. She needs a godly man. She needs to be looking for a man who is submitted to the Lord. Uh, I know it's not, it doesn't go along with the culture today, but here's the way that the apostles say, it's God, God is the head of the man, 
The man is the head of the woman. The woman is the head of the children, right? There's this, there's this level. With that, let's go over and read. Since we're reading about a woman, let's read about a man too. Uh, and let's, so let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 3. Because we're reading an example of a godly woman, the kind of woman that a king would want to have. And I just said it would be the kind of woman a Christian man needs to look for. Uh, one who has, it doesn't mean she measures up in every one of these. I mean, goodness, some of this is like, wow, right? But this is the aspiration. This is the goal. Her heart's desire is to be more and more of a godly woman. Same thing for a man. So let's read about a, the example for a man in 1 Timothy chapter 3. This is a qualification for an overseer. You say, well, it's just not talking about a man here. Bye, darling. Bye, I love you. But, uh, Tracy, I love you. <laughs> She's working willingly with her hands, right, Joshua? And so, before you put somebody in office as an overseer in a church, there's supposed to be some qualifications that he meets. And we don't think about these enough these days, and that's why we get in so much trouble. This is a faithful saying. If a man desires the position of a bishop, an overseer, a pastor, an elder, okay, he desires a good work. A bishop then must be blameless. The husband of one wife. Temperate. Temperate means he's self-controlled. Sober-minded. Sober-minded means he's level-headed. Self-controlled, level-headed, of good behavior. Hospitable. What's hospitable mean? Anybody? Right. Uh, well, open. You know, he's he, he's he's open. He's he's hospitable to people. Apt to teach. Okay. He's, he's a good teacher. He, he wants to teach the Word of God. Not given to wine. We've talked about this last week. He can't be given to wine. He can't have a control on him. Not violent. This is very important. Not violent. God's man can't be a man who loses his temper. Not greedy for money. Man has no business. Okay, being a bishop, a pastor, an elder, that's greedy for money. But gentle, not quarrelsome, not covetous. Hey, this is a high standard, right? So the reason I just went over here is because we're reading a high standard for women. This is a high standard for men. One who rules his own house well, having his children in submission with all reverence. For if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? He said, look, if he can't, if he cannot direct his home, how can he direct the church of the living God? How is he going to guide a church if he can't guide his home? Not a novice, verse 6. Not a novice. He's not a newcomer. Right? Lest being puffed up with pride, he fall into the same condemnation as the devil. Not a novice. Sometimes, 
sometimes people get fired up about God and they come to the Lord and it's and it's like and and too quickly sometimes we just stick them in a position. Hey, here you go. They need to prove this out. This needs to be proved out in their life and be built up a, as a character, right? Not just a newcomer. Because it's easy for men to get lifted up in pride. Can I get an amen? And if a man gets lifted up in pride, he ends up falling into the same condemnation as the devil. It's easy to get lifted up in pride. A man needs to get a hold of that. And moreover, he must have a good testimony among those who are outside, lest he fall into reproach and a snare of the devil. So there are models of a virtuous wife, uh, a woman of valor. And then I also thought, well, it'd be good also to read some uh, qualifications of a man of valor, uh, a man that is above our approach to. Uh, because all of us need to be looking at the Scripture and saying, okay, what's a good woman look like? Lord, help me to be a good woman. What's a good man look like? Lord, help me to be a good man. Amen? That's what we need. So I think we went far enough today. So that'll, what, what, where did we get to? What was the last Scripture? 17? So let me mark 17. We'll start, take off with 18 starting tomorrow in this Proverbs 31 woman. So I, we like to know, I'd like to know what you think about the Proverbs 30 woman. You think, uh, I'm sure you think she's awesome. Amen. It's a good aspiration to be to, my, uh, to live up to. Mom, you want to say anything? I got me a Proverbs 31 woman. I will say this. <clears throat> Every Friday when he reads these scriptures over me, it is both Encouraging and convicting. Convert, con, con, encouraging and convicting. Yeah, which Amen. is really cool that God can use the same set of scriptures to do both things. I mean, that's absolutely, really cool. absolutely, absolutely. And the scriptures—that's what the scriptures. We, that's what we want them to do. The, the Holy Word of God encourages us, and it convicts us, and it draws us to be more like God would have us to be, more like Christ, more like a godly woman and a godly man and what that looks like, biblically speaking, and how to raise up a godly home. Because these things are falling away in our society. And, and mamas are not being as diligent to teach a daughter to be a godly, virtuous wife. And all the fruit of it is there. I mean, we can see it in the... And yeah, yeah, we can tell. You can tell. And the lack of even self-esteem. Same thing with men. The lack of even uh, being confident in your own abilities because uh, that hasn't been, you haven't been taught to be good. Yeah. I mean, Amen. just to be good, to be decent. Amen. Amen. Well, like I said, I'd love to, uh, Miss Peggy says she makes her think of her mother when she reads this, these verses. Ain't that a beautiful thing that you can read these verses and you think, yes, that's a godly woman. Yes, that's a godly woman. Or we read the other, that's a godly man. That's a godly man. And just thank God, if you've had these kind of people in your life, model after them. Be like them. Be like your godly mother. Be like your godly daddy. But be like them, right? Amen. It's a good thing. 
Thank you for being here. Let's close with uh, the Lord's Prayer. Are you ready? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Lord willing, we will see you tomorrow. We'll take up with verse 18. All right. Bye.